Hello, it's me. If you're wondering why I do podcasts and I'm about to speak, you can find out why I do it and hopefully help you. So hello from the other side. Hey, 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 you shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. What? How you doing? Episode 13 of the Talk Full Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you're someone that's listened before. Hello. It's me. Then, thanks for coming back. Um, I wanted to talk about what a podcast was, for those of you that don't know. If you're someone that's listening to a podcast, and you've been listening to podcasts for a while, then skip 15 seconds or so. But a podcast is basically just an audio or video file that is made available to download off the internet. You can get it off iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all these other places. For me, the podcast is a way of expressing myself. Um, Because I had far too much to say and I tend to just research and intense research is a hobby of mine. And I was in social situations just talking to people and realised I had a load of fucking knowledge up in my bonds. And, you know, I was telling... People I stumbled across and, you know, people I was bumping into, some didn't really give a shit. But a lot of people seemed interested because it's information that can benefit almost anyone. And I started to think, oh shit, I actually do know loads. And it's helped me out loads. How can I help other people with it? And I I started just by a few Facebook statuses, just by putting out information that has worked for me to other people to hopefully take on board but with most things you well, most things with me I learned very quickly and what I learned quickly there was no one really wants to read you know as stupid as that sounds and I'm one of them people I don't want to read something you know the things that pick up most attention and gain most momentum are videos so I wasn't prepared to do videos but I thought how can I focus this more so people know what they're going to get so I moved over to Instagram but again it's incredibly restrictive for what I wanted to do I could put up an image of um, the context and describe it and start to inform people about you know ketosis and getting sugar out of their diets and having cold showers and stuff but again they would have to read a lot and I couldn't fully express myself with it it was nice to do something like that, but it was it was still feeling like it wasn't reaching its potential, and I'm still in that search now, just for the record, but I thought, how can I do that, how can I deliver it in a way, and I still wasn't prepared to go into video, because I didn't feel 100% comfortable with it, I'm someone that doesn't even like photographs, but I'm someone more than willing to step out of their comfort zone, so what did I started just recording myself talk out loud, you know, and if you don't know how difficult that is, try it yourself, pause this and try it, 
record yourself. Just go to voice memos on your iPhone, whatever it might be, and record yourself talk. And the benefits are you're getting shit off your chest and you're able to talk and express yourself. But the eye-openers are you realise how difficult it is to just string a sentence together and to just speak fluidly and have a conversation to yourself in an empty room. It is a skill. It's a definite skill and it's overlooked because you just assume, oh, someone's talking. But as soon as that record button's on, then the pressure to give out information as clearly as possible and explain your point. I say, if you have a point, generally you can only ex- you can you explain 10% of that. That's how it feels some of the times. You're like, oh, I've got such a good idea, such a good way of putting this, but... And then what comes out is only like 10% of its potential. You know, you've had that feeling where you might get into an awkward situation or confrontational and then you know, maybe road rage or something. And then once you calm down and you're out of that situation, you go, fuck, why didn't I say that? That's pretty much what it's like. But the important thing is it's a, it was for me just stepping out of my comfort zone. And again, being so shit and still not being great at it, maybe not even being good at it, but being terrible at first and pausing a lot and filling the gaps rather than just letting space and dead air fill the gaps. I was going um, like uh, it's, uh, it's uh, and it's, you realise bad habits you've picked up, you know, and you're able to work on them. I'll still obviously do them things because I'm obviously still working on them. But you rapidly improve at the early stages of something. So it was uh, it was good for a reference point to start off with. And I knew from how I had learnt things in the past, i.e. DJing, I would record a mix, listen to it back, use that as a reference to improve on the next one. And... I didn't have to give that out. No one had to listen to that. There was no judgment on it. It was just my own opinion and observation, you know, and I was just brutally honest with myself. And that's how you strive forward and improve on something. So it works in the same with just talking out loud and you end up feeling a lot more comfortable with it very quickly, which has led on to me able, being able to do a podcast. Um, and I find... I still don't know about the video thing. I think it's, for me at the moment, it's too much effort anyway. To have, you know, audio is not too bad. You can take this and on the go. But watching video, you know, it takes more effort to edit it and have it high quality enough to be taken seriously. And then the audio quality through a video is a bit different to just recording, just audio. So there's a lot more to, to consider, and practically for me, this is the best way I can do it at the moment through this podcast. And that's pretty much it. It was just a form of expression. It was just a way of getting shit off my chest. And it's uh, it's already 13 episodes in. feels nice to look back on where I started in episode one to where I am now. And I haven't really even fully begun with it you know I've created something and I've done a lot and I've been really busy with it but it hasn't got anywhere yet 
hasn't done anything. And I'm absolutely fine with that. You know, even if I dropped dead tomorrow, I would have left some sort of reference point to look back on. That's not going anywhere. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm proud of it. Let me be proud of it for fuck's sake. But yeah, looking back from episode 1 to episode 13, I had no idea what direction it was going to go in. You know, and I, I still don't know what direction it's going, but I built a website, longlifehealth.net. I've had it, I've come up with a name for it, I've built a brand, I've got this idea, I've got a philosophy, I've been able to write up loads on who I am, where it came from, figure this out for myself as well, like where my inspiration come from by just getting it off my chest and talking to myself. It reiterates it in your head and sort of clarifies the idea that's deep down in your head somewhere. But create a podcast, do my own, you know, very beginner level photography skills and come up with a podcast image, get that on iTunes and make it available to the internet, the entire world. And it's as small and as easy as these, as easy as these things are, I've had to step up my comfort zone to get to that point and make that and have that and as I say, if, if nothing comes from it and I don't do anything more from this moment, I had still had done and created all that stuff. But in this instance, it's not that case. I feel like it's just the start, just the beginning of something. And my tendency to research things and just want to feel, and I'm, I'm sure everyone wants to feel the same, they just want to feel as good as they can feel you know, happy, healthy, you know, mentally and physically, just well, and I'm finding ways that work and that are sustainable to do that and to feel productive and get down to the core of things rather than than short-term solutions. So I think if I can put that into a strategy and a program for people and they can consider all the things I've considered that when built up make a giant impact for sustainable change like sleep, diet, exposure, everything that I've explained in the His philosophy. You know, I, I'm very, I, at least in my opinion, I don't see anyone else out there doing what I'm doing. I see point system diets and I see short term you know exercise camps and short term goals to just reach you know a holiday bod whatever it is if that's what you want to do and you're content for the rest of the year you know this isn't for you but if you're someone that you know finds himself having to build up motivation to actually start something then start that and do it for a bit and then fail and then feel shit about it and then get lost and confused and try again and like overall, work yourself, overwork yourself, because you're not doing it intelligently enough, and that's not to insult or disrespect anyone, but people aren't aware, why would you be, everything we're surrounded by is set up to suppress us, and not support us, the food you eat, the TV you watch, the music you listen to, the people you're surrounded by, 
You know, everything I talk about in health, so how you spend your time. You know, how are you going to function properly? First of all, if you're not eating properly. When that's overlooked, everything else, it's going to be so much more difficult. You can eat like shit, but try and exercise, but you're not going to be able to sustain that exercise because you're not going to have the energy and the well-being to keep that up. And how are you going to do that if you're not resetting properly? You know, sleep. If you had the wrong idea about sleep, like, you know, oh, I don't need sleep, you know. Life's about living. The, it doesn't make sense in the long run because let's say you get four hours night of sleep. Like, you've got four hours of sleep a night. And the, the extra four hours you should have had, you know, say you was up doing stuff, being productive, you know, productive in quotes, whatever you're doing, watching porn, tugging one off, watching TV, out partying, out drinking, whatever it is, and you, you justify it in some way. Overall, that will catch up on you. And the four hours you didn't have, when you're not resetting properly on a consistent basis, then you're tired throughout the day and you're unproductive and you waste that time. So ultimately, you don't really gain any time anywhere. You lose it. So it is important to focus on sleep. And in, all you've got to do is look at anyone successful. And especially people I follow and I expose myself to and who I listen to. You know, and some of the podcasts I listen to, like there's one where they're asked at the end of each one, these influential, successful people are asked, you know, three things. I'd say at least... 60 to 70% of the episodes I've listened to, those, those people have always mentioned sleep. Because sleep resets everything. And I put it into an, an, an analogy, blah, 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 an analogy, like I always do, to my girlfriend the other day. And I was saying, in her example, she works with kids. And kids throughout the day, she will be making a shitload of mess. So in a nice clean place, Kids fuck it up, ruin everything, paint, crayons, everything everywhere throughout the day. That's what happens to your body throughout the day. So you mess it up, you work, you know, use up loads of energy, you've created a mess. And I, I said to her, imagine starting the next day before cleaning that all up. So you come in the next day with a shitload of mess and on top it builds and builds and builds and ultimately the place goes to shit. You know, sleeping is like that tidying up phase. Resetting yourself for the next day to start again, fresh. So when you consider all these things and when they add up, it does, and I don't say this dramatically, I'm not looking to fucking bullshit myself or anyone else for that matter. I'm not looking to do anything that doesn't work, anything that's unrealistic. Put out a pretentious view. I'm not out to do something that's, again, unsustainable and... A short-term solution. I want something for me for selfish reasons. I will be selfish as should you be for yourself to benefit yourself. Find what works for you. But for me, I'm cutting things out and using things. And I, I have a good trait to filter things, remove anything that's unnecessary, make it work and realistic so I can carry on and consistently do it. And if I can replicate that for other people, then... I'll be able to offer something loads of people can't. 
because you can do a an exercise class for a while and then you find oh you've drifted off and again it's it's the environment you're sucked into it's the surroundings you're in it's it's not about trying to so much adapt to your surroundings and deal with them it's about manipulating them to your benefit so start considering everything i mentioned in h-i-s-s-t-s hists and start surrounding yourself with more positive things and you will strive forward quicker than you ever have done and introduce each one of them individually you know comfortably transition comfortably into new habits and swap things and eventually, after some practice, you'll start to realise, I feel better, I'm getting loads done, I'm productive. You would have removed yourself from the environment you was in and created yourself a totally new environment to move on and move forward. If this sounds like a load of bullshit to you and you don't understand, I can't really think of any, any clearer way to explain it. So I hope it does make sense. But in general, what I'm trying to say is when you go on a holiday, for example, and you do something that's you walk away from and you go, that was the best week of my life, that was such a good week. Right? So say you go on a lad's holiday or a girl's holiday or you know a stag do, whatever it might be, whatever that thing is, you have an intent, and obviously it can't be this intense all the time, but you have an intensely good time. And then you get back and you look around, especially where I'm from, England, wherever you listen to this from, imagine it's similar. But you get back and you realise everything's so shit and you feel shit and you get the blues terribly. Like, why am I not there again? Like, and then what happens is after a week or so, you adjust again because you adjust to your environment. You just get used to and take on board like, this is the way things have to be. Fuck that. It doesn't have to be like that. You control it to your favour. So you do feel a mild, you know, I wouldn't say you should be living a lad's holiday all the time. You know, because there are going to be ups and downs. But you want to consistently stay up. And you can do that by starting to manipulate things in your environment. This is definitely working for me and I see it clearly. And the reason to reach out for these case studies I'm trying to work on at the moment is... To introduce it to a few people, you know, have a pre-warm-up stage of two weeks where you can adjust to one thing at first. And the majority of the time it's going to be a diet because you can't do anything without energy. And you ain't got the energy right, everything else is going to be so much more difficult. And I pull it into an example of a car. You know, you can't, you can't start a car without any fuel. So you need to find a way to get your body functioning properly for a start. So you have a two-week warm-up stage before you start six weeks of a program where we start to swap out negative influences in your life, just generally, and replace them with more positive things and point you in a direction that suits you better, you know, open you up to new things. And you'll have my total support the whole way. And I ask for honesty. It's a learning curve for me. You know, if you, something's not working, I'll try and figure out what it is that's making that thing impractical or unrealistic or 
why it's not working, why it's not effective, change it to a way it is for you. That's what I would try and do for people, you know, and get them onto a good pattern, get them to draw out a routine, do the things that I've done that I know I, it's, it's going to work for people. You know, it's going to be more difficult for some than others, obviously, but genuinely, that idea I want to be able to promote, succeed with at least three people that they can, you know, reference and promote themselves and then somehow find a way to do this more frequently and turn what I'm passionate about and what I care about into an income. You know, money isn't the priority or the intention, but it's a side effect. And everyone should really be thinking the same. You shouldn't be too focused on money because, as I've mentioned loads of times before, time really is a real value where you're spending your time. Can you justify that time for the long run? Anyway, I just wanted to waffle on a bit, a bit of a longer podcast. But again, this is me expressing myself and find your own way of doing it. Find what works for you. And if you are someone that feels a bit lost and they've tried, you know, diets over and over again and, you know, it's it's all right to feel like shit basically it's alright to feel like oh like you failed and because everything's set up to make you feel that way and when you don't and if you've tried you've had the best intentions and you can't keep at it you know and you wanna if you're someone that blames himself you've gotta have a different perspective on it you've gotta be told you know and explained what these things are and why the accumulation of all the negative things are going to hold you back and suppress you. And if you switch that around and accumulate a load of positive habits and benefits, they'll express you and support you and strive you forward. I really do hope I'm making sense on what I'm trying to say, but generally I'm just touching on my concept and why I wanted to podcast and branch out and what a podcast was. But again, to call out in a more personal way to people that are even slightly intrigued, message me. Because it is free of charge. This initial stage is all going to be free of charge and won't charge nothing and you'll get a substantial amount of my time. And... I hope a few of you that do feel lost and a bit confused and uneducated and want a different approach to things, you know, you haven't really got anything to lose. Because like I said to someone the other day, even if these other things don't work and you can't sustain them, right, I've learned something for one, you know, and if that six weeks finishes, I won't just give up at that point. Just me as a person, I'll have to just go away and try and figure out what it is that does work and then try and, if you're open to it, work on that in the future. But at the least, if you would have made one of the changes and adjusted your diet, you would have 
dramatically change your life anyway because the chances are I'll push you in a direction of a sugar-free diet and that will not only change your physical and mental just performance it's going to support you so much better in the long run you know it's going to stop you from having these diseases now that are in fucking record record high rates you know so many people dying of cancer and alzheimer's and diabetes and fucking adhd and all these problems that is so overlooked with nutrition and as soon as you start talking like this, and I'm fully aware of it, I'm not that naive, I understand, as soon as you start mentioning things like this, you'll categorise then into one of these people, oh, he's one of them, he's one of them, he's one of them hippie folk. But the truth is, again, like most things, the majority of the stuff around you are outdated, misleading, and they're negative influences. We live in a system and follow a structure where if you have an issue, you're medicated that issue. You know, if you have a headache, headache, you're given headache tablets. For an example, you're given headache tablets rather than find the cause and deal with a solution. You know, find the solution for that headache. The solution is not to medicate it because, you know, you just mask it. There's just we're just surrounded by masking agents, you know. If you're depressed, take depression pills. Not any look at what might be causing depression and what you can do to stop feeling depressed and improve your life. No, take these pills. Oh yeah, you will become more reliant on them over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just give you a higher dose. Oh, and then when you can't have them, you're fucked. Do you see what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, even doctors and hospitals overlook nutrition we start to use medication and we it's all it all seems normal because that's just what everyone does and we just assume these they're big companies they're big authorities they must be right but they ain't they aren't really and again who the fuck am i who the fuck am i to say that what qualifications do i have what do i do how old am i you know, you can have that uh, point of view. You're welcome to have every any point of view you want to have, really. But I'm in the point of view of what works, and I'm in the point of view, and I'm interested in truth, realism. And realistically, I know, for example, if you are someone that suffers with depression, you're not gonna, really going to get anywhere with taking tablets. You know, in some cir- cir- circumstances, you'll probably be, um, if you're taking tablets to assist and ease the situation whilst you work on the fundamental issue, then you can probably justify taking them tablets. If you're working on the core issue and you're trying to get down to the bottom of what the trigger is for your depression and you're dealing with that and you're someone that really just wants to take away that horrible feeling of being depressed, then you could probably justify taking the tablets. But if tablets are the answer, really you're just stringing yourself along down a rabbit hole until, and again I mentioned something like this the other day, don't wait for a severe catalyst, 
a severe negative catalyst. So don't wait for something like, you know, a and moving away from suicide. Now this can be with anything. Don't wait for, you know, a health scare. You're on your way to diabetes. You're on your way to cancer. You have cancer. You have arthritis now. You have, um, you know, irreversible liver problems now. Your lungs are fucked. Don't wait for these stages to happen. It's about getting on top of them and supporting. Like my slogan is, you know, I try and use words, when I write especially, try and use words as simply as possible to make them effective as possible. And my slogan sums up everything. Optimise the present to support your future. And just look out for everything now. Now is the only thing you can control. You can't control the past or the future. You can control the present. You take everything in your control to your benefit. And in the future, you won't have to worry about these things. You at least dramatically reduce your risk of um, diseases and health and that. And there's, there's so much depth to get into that point. There is loads. And it goes so deep. And you don't have to take it all on board. You don't have to take it all seriously. You just have to take it bit by bit and do what you can do. And finish the end of each day going, I couldn't have tried any harder. That's all I could have done. And that's all you could do because that's all you have control over. Gain control of what you have control. And start to, if you're someone that doesn't really believe in something, and this all sounds like bullshit, then... Just start to be honest with yourself and listen to yourself and find, you know, find and realise what you're saying at the end of each day and in each week and in each year. If you're someone that's saying, oh, I couldn't do this this week. No, I won't get it done next week. I'll start next week. No, it's been a bad month, you know. For what you're saying regularly, you know, because that is just the situation you're in. You've got to be a representation of how things are going. And if you're someone that's prolonging these things, like, I'll start next year. Oh, it hasn't been a good year, no. You know, it hasn't been a good year, but next year. I'll tell you what, a couple of years from now will be the one. If you're someone that's saying that, then just be honest with yourself and start to and cut it off right there. Don't worry about it. If, you're, if you, if you realise that, you know, and you feel a bit shit about it, like, oh, and you have had an epiphany moment, like, shit, I've wasted 20 years, or whatever it might be, whatever situation. But the point is, it doesn't matter, because all you can control now is now. And from that point then on, you make improvements in every aspect of your life and everything in any way you can. And I'm just here giving out what I think is useful information in the best way I can do it. That's really all I'm doing. And I hope that, again, you can start to accumulate all these good habits together because it will, I can't stress it enough, it will turn your fucking life around because you've started to put fuel in the car, you've started to learn how to drive properly, you've started to learn how to efficiently shift gears and you've started to learn how to deal with Stress, you know, how to deal with traffic, find shortcuts that work and, you know, how to 
I'm using that analogy of a car again because that's the only one I've got at the moment. But you start to realise this and you'll have a fucking smooth ride. But I hope that makes sense. I hope I'm communicating that well enough. I know it's been a long podcast, but again, I'm just I'm just out here spilling my heart out. But again, if you're even slightly intrigued, just message me in any way. If you're interested in my stuff, longlifehealth.net, you'll find that's the headquarters to everything, all the links to my social media. And I did a, um, particularly, the six-week, well, it's mainly an eight-week program. We have a two-week warm-up and a six-week program where I'll start to introduce all these things to make a change. But I did an um, overview of the pre-stage program that I'd send out to potential clients just explaining what's going to happen, what I advise, uh, and generally a written version of some of the stuff I've just explained in that podcast. But turn yourself into someone you want to be. Be the best you you can be, and be someone that's going, I've had a good day today, I couldn't have done any more. This week's been really productive. That's led me on to a next week. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on top of things, I'm ahead of things, I feel good, you know, wow, what a year I've had, you know, wow, look at the past 10 years, look how much i got done, I know this is going to work for me, because it's working in the short run, I can say that for a daily basis, I can say that looking at the podcast episodes from what's happened, I'm being very active and I want to start being able to implement that into other people's lives to see if this can be replicated. So step out of your comfort zone. Even if that initial one is just reaching out to me. Reach out to me. Let me know. I'll be here. That's it. Safe.